Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregson and Wayne Shepard discuss the anatomy of anger. Let's hear what they have to say. You know, it's interesting when we talk about anger, most people will say, I see kids being so angry today. Mm. And you, you see the violence escalate as a result. You see the, the speech, the comments, the words, the nature of how kids engage with one another, mm-hmm. the fighting between girls. There's a lot of anger going on. And the title of the program is The Anatomy of Anger. You know, anger is an emotional response to not getting what you want. So you're looking underneath the anger to see what's causing it, right? Absolutely. Because if you look at just the anger, that's not the issue. Behavior is never the issue. It points to something else. But if a child is angry, whether they're young kids, preschoolers, elementary school kids, junior high or high school, whether they be adults or college students or even 54 years old, (laughs) if they're angry, it's usually because they're not getting something they want. And it's very important to look beneath the anger and say, okay, what is it that this person wants? That's where you're going to find the root and the source of the anger. Well, Mark, let's start our conversation about the anatomy of anger today with an email that came to us from a parent recently who says, my daughter is running away a couple of days each week. She has a love for God, but she seems disconnected from family at this point. She's very angry, emotionally distressed. She has taken money from my purse or her brother's change, if left laying around, to catch the bus when she wants to leave. She's presently disrespectful, argumentative, angry, and deceitful. Personally, I'm emotionally drained. I've tried to exhaust funds to provide extra activities to accommodate my daughter, but I'm beginning to feel like I'm rewarding her for bad behavior because nothing has changed, as mom says. You know, you have to look at a lot of that and say, okay, what is beneath all these different behaviors? All behavior is goal-oriented. And so if that's true, if you back it up just a little bit, what you'll find is there's some motive behind it. When a child runs away, are they running away from something or are they running to something? What is it they're angry about? Is it just the display of disrespect or is it because... Perhaps they're frustrated with the person that is trying to be an authority in their life when they have been hypocritical or even disrespectful to the child. So I know it's hard, but you've got to step back as a parent and really do the analytical work first, right? You do. You know, I mean, you're not going to... You're not going to solve the problem without doing the math. I mean, there's a side of it that you've got to look and say, if it's spinning out of control, how do I change something? And it's not just eliminating the behavior because it doesn't eliminate anything. You've stopped the behavior for a small period of time, Mm -hmm. but you've got to get to that root. I mean, there's a lot of times that that a, a child will become angry if they don't get what they want, if there is an injustice that is happening, if they are not being prepared to live in the world in which they will need to exist, they may understand that the world isn't quite like they were told that it was going to be. And they're mad. That could be a big disappointment. It is, and they look at it. Or they thought they were always going to be a winner, and they're really finding out they're sometimes a loser. If they're always told that you can you can reach everything, you can climb to the top, you can get to where you want to be, and they find out that will never happen. If they see other people that are enjoying life better than they are, then they may be angry that they don't have what other people have. 
any child that goes through a sense of loss, any child that goes through a disappointment, a hurt, you know, there's something that nobody wants those things, but the response of anger is just another response, like crying, like moving into depression. Um, anything that you see, it's just a symptom of yeah. these other issues that are going on. But it can become very volatile and destructive, even self-destructive. It can. You know, and you're going to have to manage those things. It can be volatile. I mean, I tell kids all the time, if if you're angry, I'm okay with that. If you become physical, you will be arrested. Okay. You know, if so you draw if, a line. If you strike out at anybody, it's okay to express yourself, but not to the point that you're disrespectful. It's okay to come home from school and be mad that that you flunked a class, that the girlfriend broke up with you, that that you didn't make a volleyball team, that you didn't make a sports team, that you weren't able to get the job or maybe you were fired from the job. It's okay to be angry. But that situation does not give you license then to be disrespectful, to be dishonest, to start operating on your own selfishly, to badger brothers and sisters, to to be disrespectful and physical to other people. Those things will get you into trouble. So you want to allow the anger to kind of bubble and come up because if it doesn't come up this way, it's going to come up another way. And one of the worst things that we can do to kids is to tell them to stuff it, Hmm. just to to hold it down and stop doing it. My dad used to look at me and say, quit acting like that right now. That was easy. Mm. But there were times he said, wipe that attitude out of your head right now. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit harder. Yeah, I can see that. And, and so what I learned to do was just smile and say, okay, everything's good. But the anger was still there. But the anger was still there. And it starts coming out in other areas of your life. Well, what? Uh, how can parents respond constructively to help our teens deal with their, their anger and what's causing it? Well, it's just parents understanding, first off, that, that it is a symptom of something else that a child wants or longs for. That's a big step, isn't it? It is. And when a parent begins to realize that, then they can go to the child and say, what is it that you're so mad about? Instead of focusing on... How come you're always angry, yelling, and screaming? That's not the issue. Do you sometimes have to help them discover what they're angry about? Oh, it about? is. Evidently, you're not getting something that you really want. What is it that you want? They may not be able to answer immediately. They can't. It's like trying to get a child to understand, you know, when a parent goes to them and says, why do you do the things you do? A child will look at them and go, I don't know. I don't know. I just do it. Mm. And so the same way when somebody's mad, you can help them dissect what it is that they're mad about and help them get to a good point because what they may realize is, I really don't want this anyway. So you you create an environment for solutions to be found. That's right. You do have to create that environment that welcomes, you know, the child and is not afraid of the anger. Now, I'm not saying to anybody that you allow your child to have the inappropriate behavior. No. I'm not saying that. Sure. There's got to be consequences for those things. But I'm saying you can welcome the anger with the idea that you get a little bit deeper. It's like the scripture that says this, be angry, but don't sin. It's okay to have that emotion. But it's very important to look at what is going on because you may not know what is going on that is causing a child to spew the way they're spewing. There may be some very legitimate things happening in the life of this child that you will miss as a parent if you do not do a little bit more exploration or create that environment where a child can feel like they can be comfortable in their mess and maybe not have everything so together all the time. When does a parent start to look outside the family for help and to whom do they turn? Yeah, you know, when when a child starts to shut down and you just see them kind of internalize it or any attempt to 
try to get them to stop having the outburst of whether that be verbal or physical. And sometimes they can have a silence outburst where they just don't talk to anybody for a week, for 10 days. Those are times that if your attempt as a parent is not working to get anything from them, then that's where you go to a counselor, go to one of their friends, go to a youth minister, go to the pastor of the church, go to somebody that works with them, if that, that is involved with them in some other activity, and ask if something has gone on. Because what I want to do is explore as a parent any arena that I may not know about so I don't make an accusation and shame my child for being angry when perhaps there's a real good reason for the anger. And it really never works if we get angry when they get angry. Everybody well, loses then, right? Yeah, it just gets fueled a little bit. And that's where I tell people all the time, slow down, stop, back off, walk out of the room, say, hey, we need to disengage for a little while. Because at the same time, as a parent getting angry at a child, the reason you're getting angry is because you're not getting what you want. And what you want is a happy child. And you may not be able to resolve that right now because your child is just angry and it's going to take a little bit of time for them to get over it. Over the years, Mark Gregston's one-liners and devotional insights have been a source of encouragement, amusement, and inspiration for people all over the world. Now, the very best of these quotations have been collected into not one, not two, but three beautifully designed coffee table books that can be given as gifts, placed in a doctor's office, or placed in your own living room. Whether you're looking for wit, wisdom, encouragement, or even a challenge to dig deeper into the vital role of parents, all three volumes of Stepping Stones will deliver. Each beautifully bound hardback of Stepping Stones is $7.99 or you can get all three for $19.99. Visit ParentingTeenResources.org to get all three volumes of Stepping Stones today. Well, for the teen that just can't seem to get over this, they're always angry, nothing helps. Uh, what are some steps a parent takes in that case? You know, I think when a parent realizes that I, it's not working here, you may need a, your child to sit down with a counselor. Some outside help. You may need somebody else to come in because if you can't do it, then then don't think that you need to learn more stuff to do it in a different way. Get somebody else's help because anger over a period of time establishes patterns that aren't healthy if you base your life upon that anger. You know, we've talked to whole programs on the theme of grace, and I'm just wondering about grace when it comes to dealing with teens uh, who are angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually when they're angry, they do things. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was one kid that we had that took a baseball bat to one of our vans, oh. and I came up and I and I thought, why did you, why did you beat up one of the vans? Why don't you go beat up a tree? We had a kid that was with us years ago, and I and I I looked at him. I said, "Look, instead of yelling and screaming at everybody, if you need to punch something, why don't you go out and just punch on a tree?" So he took a golf club out to a tree, and that thing must have been twenty some inches in diameter. He knocked the tree down no. eventually. Oh, I mean, it took months, but he would. He just called it his whacking tree. And when he'd get mad, he'd go out there and just whack against that tree. And you know what? It's no different than somebody going and hitting golf balls, 
going hit baseball bats, mm-hmm. where they go out and exercise and all that. That was his way of dispersing the anger. And we realized we had to disperse it while while he was working through some of the issues. The young man that beat up our van and did $2,500, $3,000 worth of damage. Which you have to think he had to pay for, right? Well, at first he did. <laughs> and I was pretty big on that because I, I wanted him to understand you can't display your anger this sure. way. But you know what? That young man had reason to be angry. Hmm. As things started to come out, I said, son, it's okay. We're going to get through this. He said, yeah, but I owe you that money. And I said, no, you don't any oh. longer. That's I mean, grace right that there. That is grace. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you give grace to those kids that are maybe responding to things that they don't even know about so that it gets them to a good place. And you already talked about the fact that we do need to draw a line at abusive behavior and, and, and not tolerate that. That's right. You don't tolerate it at all. But you have to get to the underlying causes of it. That's right. You're right. You know, you, I think you always have to say to a child, I'm okay for you to be angry. I'm, it's not okay for you to take it out on anybody else. I mean, that's just selfishness that says that everybody else is going to rotate around me. That's not true. You can't disrupt other people's lives with your own stuff, with your own anger. And so that's where we just build boundaries around the kids and let them start to assume responsibility for their actions, but to get them to a point where they're feeling the consequences that drive them to want a solution because they don't want to be angry anymore. Well, that's why we call the program today the anatomy of anger, because you've got to get underneath everything and see uh, what's causing this before you can ever deal appropriately with the anger itself. That's right. You know what? When, When I look at kids and they're angry, it's because they want something that they're not getting. And that's the question. That's the focus point that that every parent needs to place their vision on and look deeper into the life of their child. Then you will stop the anger that you see. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.